Hi, I'm Jim Sullivan. I'm the host of Boston Rock Talk, and I welcome you to podcast number 139. Our guest today is Russ Leach, bassist, synthesist for editors, who, as fate will have it, talks with us just after the news of Scott Hutchinson's suicide breaks. Scott, the leader of Frightened Rabbits, has worked with various members of editors and is a friend. So there was that, but we we moved on, as we must, into all things editorial, as the band was midway through a rare U.S. tour supporting their new album, Violence. How rare? Well, their first in eight years, for a variety of reasons, but one of which had to do with the health of singer-songwriter guitarist Tom Smith, who suffered a nasty and lingering virus that nixed their 2016 U.S. tour to support their album In Dream. The band hails from Birmingham, England, and in their homeland, each of their albums has gone top ten. They play 3,000 to 5,000 capacity halls in the U.K., and in March, they sold out a 17,000-seat arena in Amsterdam. It makes some sense. Editor's sound is intimate and emotional, but also expansive and impactful, not unlike Depeche Mode, U2, or Arcade Fire. But in the U.S., editors have a lower profile and are more on the margins of popular taste, hence the club gigs. They played Boston's Paradise Club on May 16th. Smith and Leach are the remaining co-founders of editors. Drummer Edward Lay joined early on in 2003, prior to recording their 2005 debut album, The Back Room. Lead guitarist Chris Urbanowitz left in 2012 to be replaced by Justin Lockley the same year they added keyboardist and synthesist Elliot Williams. Here, Leach talks about the process of making violence, how they work in the studio after Smith brings in his lyrics and basic melodic ideas. Smith had done all his interviews prior to the tour and told Drowned in Sound that violence was as brutal as we've ever been, adding that lyrically the songs feel like they are set in the world we live in today. They seem to go back to this idea of human connection and people coming together as an escape. An escape from the world we live in right now? I felt that that was the theme and the violence we live in there. Even the way we are bombarded with the news is violent in itself. The theme was repeating, and it alludes to the, re- the record sonically. Songs on the album range from soft meditations and near-operatic forays to squalling, harder-edged dissonance. Its inhabitants, the characters in the songs, may be screaming and kicking in defiance and rage, but they're searching for atonement or something better as well. Back in 2005, a London Times critic called editor songs elliptical pains to the human condition, and that still holds up. While editor's music is dark in places, it's not depressingly so. Leach talks about this as well, how he sometimes attempts to define the band's sound, not always well, how he views the dark tag that surrounds the band, and what they try to bring to the stage, balancing new material with their catalog. You can reach us at bostonrocktalk at gmail.com, find us on the web at bostonrocktalk.com and on Facebook. We're also available for download on iTunes and Google Play Music. And now, Russ Leach. <laughs> hey, Russ, how are you today? How like are Good. Where are you, uh, where are you calling from? Yeah, are, you, good, are you on a tour bus somewhere? I'm in I'm sorry? Yeah, it's, I'm in a really small dressing room. I'm in a really small dressing room in San Francisco. Oh, okay. Right. the Regency Ballroom. Very good. Very good. You guys, yeah. you, it, do you guys... It might, might be a little little noisy. Okay, well, we'll uh, we'll do what we can here. Hey, just... Um, yeah. I, I, okay, thanks. Be, before we start, I, I don't know. I, maybe I should issue some condolences. I'm guessing you knew Scott Hutchinson? 
Is that true? Yes, yes, we do. And yeah, it's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty close. Do you know uh, what to the editors' group? Yeah. And, uh, so yeah. you heard what happened then? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Very, all right. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I, heard, I heard about it. Heard about it last night. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. I just wanted to. Yeah. Out there. Yeah. Man, I know. I I thought. Well, anyway, yeah. that's yeah. <laughs> no need to go into it. I know it's a it's a horrible situation. But um, let's move into things. Especially for someone you know that's uh, a, you know a contemporary and someone that we knew as well, yeah. which is uh, yeah, it's just very very close. Right. Right. I know. Well, he's. Uh, it seems to afflict uh, artists some, doesn't it? You know, the uh, depression. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it does, yeah. It does. I mean, it's not exclusive to, but yeah. it, does, uh, it does hit you. But anyway, no. let's, I'm sorry, let's move, move into editors' things a little more, uh, a little perhaps more upbeat than that. Yeah. Okay, sure. all right. Um, I guess, uh, yeah, first, yeah. first of all, let me start with, with violence, and, and there was sort of, I guess, about a, a three-year break between In Dream and, and Violence. Um, reason for that? Were you guys at a bit of a crossroads musically, or just needed the time to, to get things together? Um, it just took a while to come together. I mean, we spent a year making the album. Um, we toured it for about, you know, In Dream for about a year. Mm-hmm. And then Tom got poorly, and we couldn't come to the U.S. the last time out. What, what happened to um, him? I, I heard he got sick. What was it with him? He, yeah, it was a it was a virus oh, which okay. didn't really leave his body for a long time. Oh, okay. So it was uh, okay. yeah, it wasn't it was it wasn't fun. It just meant he couldn't perform. So right. um, yeah, it was it was a bit draining, and uh, yeah, you know, uh, but it was you know when the fact cleared, we started making a record. Um, and then that just took a bit of time to find its feet and to find its sound. And, um, you know, we were, we were in no rush. We just wanted to make something that um, was, you know, was good. You know, and that's what we always strive to do. So um, we weren't that bothered about the timing of it. Um, but, you know, now it's come out and people are really responding to it, which is great. They, they are, they are. Uh, a question, I guess, about how it's put together. My understanding is, I mean, Tom does... I guess at least most of the preliminary writing, I don't know if it's music and lyrics both, but brings things to the rest of you and then it goes from there. Is that correct? Or yeah. Can you tell me a bit about that process? Yeah, it's the initial... Yeah, sure. Yeah. It was um, the initial chords and, you know, they're always Tom's lyrics. Um, and then he gives the songs out to us. We think about them and then we get into a room and we start programming, we start writing riffs, we start messing around with the chord structures or the verses and yeah and then the, the songwriting really kind of comes to life and that's what I guess being in a band is about and, and we spent a long time in uh, like a makeshift studio in Oxford on a farm uh, just working on the songs for about six months mm-hmm. you know as a kind of nine to five uh, I'm... a different way of doing it and uh I, I'm gathering he's yeah, he, Tom. Tom is not a dictator about it. Then there is a shared uh, sense of uh, everybody no. chipping in. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 We are definitely a band um, rather than a, yeah, than a dictated band. Yes. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I guess I mean when yeah. when you. Um, when you hear what he brings in, when all of the, all of you sort of hear, okay, here's what we've got. I mean, is there a sense of creative uh, conflict at all? I mean, is it you know back and forth type of stuff? Would you say that? Yes, sometimes there's songs that um, you know you instantly know that that could be an edited song, mm-hmm. and then other ones that it, 
that that needed like a, I don't know a drastic makeover mm-hmm. for it to fit into this world rather than a different world. So yeah, uh, but I mean, there's never really anything that we that comes up that we go we really don't like. Right. It's more about you know rather we like that bit bit and then then we can progress with it. Right. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm always sort of interested in when there's a one person who primarily is responsible, especially say for the lyrics, but of course it's a band effort. Yeah. So you know, in, in a sense, Tom is being the lyricist, is sort of speaking for the band. Are there yeah. things that you, I mean, are yeah. these things you necessarily have to agree with, with what he's singing and saying, or does that matter at all? No. Um, I don't think it does for us, because I think everyone knows that it's that, that it's his words. So, um, you know, I think, you know, it's always, I know some bands put, you know, music by, and then words by, and, um, you know, I guess that's the that's what we that's what we do as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and we never we never really get involved with that, even if someone doesn't like a certain you know like something you know because that's always going to happen. I think and sure, uh, it makes it less personal. I think if we were to get involved, right? Good, that's a good point. You know, it, it's funny. I'm, I'm friends with uh, Peter Hook, formerly uh, Joy Division and New Order, and mm. um, you know, I've talked to him about great guy. Oh, he's a wonderful guy. I love, I love Peter. And I'm talking to him about yeah. way back in the day when Ian was doing what he was doing. And, you know, I, it, it was that yeah. whole idea of how come you guys didn't hear what he was singing? And, and Hookie said, well, for one, we were young. Yeah. And we didn't pay much attention. But it's like kind of like what you were saying. It's like his job. And, and we were doing our jobs, you know. And we weren't really paying. Yeah, 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 so, exactly. yeah. You know, so, I mean, and that's what, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, totally. Kind of what, kind of what you're saying. Um, you, you know, has your I know your previous five albums have gone top ten in England. Has this done the same? It has, yeah. It has. Okay, good. Um, in America, it's a, it's a certainly a different situation for you. Um, how do you relate to America? Do you yeah. think there? Why is America uh, say a little slower to pick up on editors, or uh, how do you look at that? Yeah, it's a funny one. I mean, we spent a lot of time in the States, but it was a decade ago. So, um, you know, people that were 20 and now 30, and they might have moved on from, you know, music or whatever they whatever they like. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's, you know, it's also, you know, some people get come into the band later on. It's weird because we haven't been here for three albums, which is quite a lot. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we, we're playing material. We're, you know, we're only playing a few songs off the first first album, you know, we, we don't dismiss anything of our, of our back catalogue, but, right. you know, because we've got so much to cover, um, you know, this, we're playing a good hour 45 every night, so oh, good, good. people are going to get to hear our whole, our whole kind of, you know, catalogue, mm-hmm. and the shows have been good, the response has been good so far, um, and it feels nice to be back in America, although you've got a, a strange president at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Get into that if you want, or not, or don't want. I I spend half my time yelling at him, and the other no, half trying to ignore it. Fine. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I, I I spent I spent five years in uh, New York when uh, Obama just came into power. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, it's, I I do like America a lot. I spent a lot of time here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Um, one thing I'm going to ask you: What, what did uh, you worked with Blank Moss on on this? Or Blanc Moss, however you pronounce that. Um, and and uh, yeah. 
Yeah. I, I know from a, um, an interview Thomas did, he, one of the things he said something about was that uh, he brought a sort of a brutal sound to the band. Can you talk about that a little bit? Do you agree yeah. with that? And can you tell me what he did for you? Yeah, well, he was... Um, his, sorry, I'm just going to move to a different wind because our, our drummer seems to be constantly hitting the snare at the moment. Um, so I'm going down a very small corridor to, the, to a back room. Okay. Hopefully the signal is still good. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Blank Mass was a... Um, you know, I've been a fan of foot buttons uh, for a long time. Mm -hmm. and, and then when we heard uh, Maneater, we were just really impressed with the programming and how he... It's like um, a really hard-driven electronic stroke guitar sound that he has. Um, so we just asked him to, to have a go on a song. And, you know, we've had people that have done additional production for us or, you know, tried to get into the, you know, sometimes it comes back more like a remix. But he had a, like a definitive idea of what he wanted things to sound like. Mm -hmm. um, and for some of it, it was too far removed from what editors is. You know, it was fully programmed mm -hmm. um, and would be a bit too much. So we had to rein it in. Um, Leo Abrahams then kind of joined the sessions and he kind of m mixed the demos that we'd done in Oxford with the blank mass versions and then also you know, the recording sessions that we did with him. So it's a, mi um, a mix of the two. So it was a big evolution. Yeah, I see. Yeah, totally. A mix of all three. And it just took a while to to get to that, but it was kind of like a, a perfect recipe, really. Uh, it just took a while. Uh, Russ, when you talk about an editor's sound, what words do you use to describe that sound? Um... It's weird because obviously when I'm traveling in an Uber to an airport over here, and people ask what I'm doing, uh, and you talk, you know, you say you're in a band, uh, it's, it's weird because you just have to kind of mention other people. <laughs> and it's like, well, we're a mixture between REM and Depeche Mode, if that can make sense. Does that, um, does that work for you? So, <laughs> uh, it, well, not really. It sounds a bit baffling, but um, that's, that's, that's the closest I could get to it. <laughs> um, you know, we still like using guitars, but you know, we've been on, you know, more obsessed with synthesis. And you know, with the two additional members, Elliot brings a lot of keyboard sounds mm -hmm. and you know, uh, mood playing to the to the to, to editors now. So you know, and, and we just push that to the forefront. There's still a lot of guitar licks. You know, um, it's not like we we put down our guitars for any of the songs. Right. Sure. We're still a band. Sure. Sure. Uh, and we still, yeah. Well, I like, I mean, I, I think it's a great sort of mix, clash, whatever you want to call it, of, uh, of those sounds. And the other thing I like, I just want to ask you about this too, is that I, I like that you guys like to, to make songs, not just in the three, four minute range, but to stretch out sometimes to, you know, the five and six minute range, which yeah. sort of expands things. And yeah. I, I don't know if that brings it into sort of almost a prog rock feel or not, but just tell me a little bit about that, about the expansive yeah. songs. <laughs> Well, yeah, we have. We, we, Stephen Wilson was at the same hotel as us last night, so uh, yeah, Prog Prog is in our vicinity. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, um, we we yeah, Tom's always. I don't know if it's overripe. That mean, that might make it sound bad, but uh, he's always let things breathe and you know let the chords go around a lot. Um, some people don't like that, but I think 
you know, repetition for humans, it's, uh, it's kind of soothing. Yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, why, why rush to get to that point, you know? Um, it's it kind of the hypnosis, I think, of it is always something that I've liked. Right, um, right. Yeah, about our song. I would, I would. You know, things like bricks and mortar and marching orders, you know, they're like seven minutes, uh, eight, you know, eight minutes for marching orders and, uh, you know, lets people just really get into the, the music and not let it go away. Right, right. Well, I want to ask you about, people sometimes talk about, if you will, the, the darkness in editor's sound or vision. Do you see yeah. that? And how do you look at that yourself? Um, yeah, our related artists on Spotify are going to be, the, you know, Interpol and Cure, Depeche Mode. Uh, so, yeah, as a genre, I guess we're put into that 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 bracket um, and that's fine I mean we, we like those bands you know mm-hmm. when you're talking about Peter Hook we like New Order yes um, and yeah they're, they're always going to be a bit more miserable I guess um, it's just what we've liked doing you know we, we I think there's sometimes a bit more soul in a, a sadder song yes uh, yeah. and that's what they, you know um, it, I think it relates to people more and we've always tried to do that so we're quite happy doing that. I, I I don't see that as a contradiction at all because I'm sort of the same way. I mean, I prefer, yeah. you know, my taste ranges all across the board too. But I really do like it when musicians, bands explore more difficult things and bring bring emotions out. Yeah. And um, and, and let's yeah. face it, there's a sense of catharsis when you feel somebody else is going through something that you're going through, but maybe you couldn't articulate. And um, that's exactly, yeah, exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah, that's. I think yeah, you, I, yeah, I agree. I think that's uh, you. You guys do that uh, very well. Um, I, I want to ask you too. I mean, you've been in the game. I mean, you guys started. I guess what two thousand two, three? Would that be the fair fair time to say you started yeah. this? Okay, um, that's right. What uh, you know, if you look back on the you that was you back then and where you are now, what's the biggest surprise about? all of this, this trip that you've been on? Um, I don't know. I think it, you, you become more worldly. Um, you know, you get out and see the world and see how other people live and you see different cultures. And I think mm-hmm. that makes it uh, better for, I don't know, understanding and, um, you know, your approach to life a little bit. Um you know, with you know, you're, you're always attracted to similar groups. You know, that's, you know, people all, that are in bands. You know, they're going to hang out at similar places. That's how we met. You know, mm-hmm. we all flocked to do a music technology course because we wanted to be in a band, but we didn't know how to meet people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that kind of happens across when you when you tour as well. You know, you play a, a rock gig, people tell you about bars, meet people. Um, yeah, I think it's such a good uh, experience for for you know for people to do. I'd recommend uh, anybody to be in a band. D- I'm d- glad my parents <laughs> were supportive from day one as well. It is it, the- even when you know Ed was, we, you know, we finished university and Ed lived in my parents' house with me. Mm-hmm. He had no money, and they were supportive. So. You know, they weren't like you've got to support yourself and get a proper job. Right. Sure. Sure. Well, 
there's, you know, yeah. I, I know what can happen, you know, the, sometimes when the, you're in it a long time, is the road gets to be pretty wearying and yeah. can take a lot out of you. Have you guys hit that point at all? Or Well, I know yeah. you said Tom got sick, actually, so obviously he did, but um, do you ever, yeah. yeah, do you ever feel that? Or? I think we have, but we've, we've curved the amount of time that we spend on the road. Uh, it will only ever be three weeks maximum. Mm-hmm. People have kids, people have family lives. Uh, we spent, we've done over, um, you know, 1,100 shows. So that's, you know, it's more than three years of our lives actually playing gigs. Right, right. Let alone the travel. So, um, you know, that, that's where you have to live a little bit as well. Right, um, right. Because otherwise when you come off the road, it's it's hard. And that was that was always hard to deal with, I think, when we were coming off really big tours because you're surrounded by people and then the next day you're just sitting at home on your own with no noise at all. Right. And it's, it's quite baffling to the head. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that takes a little while to get I, I can see that. I, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just sort of like you go from, you know, this this uh, adulation and applause to kind of kind of almost a hermetic silence yeah. or something, you know. But uh, and and then of course, exactly. yeah. and, and then of course the mundane kicks in again too. Like, honey, could you take out the trash? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, I, I guess too, just in terms of the sound uh, of editors. I mean, is there more? I'm hearing this anyway. I'm more of a dance-oriented thing that's going on now than maybe when there used to be when you started. Would you, would you concur with that? And, and if so, how did that come about, do you think? Yeah, I think just the um, the way that we balance the electronic kits with real kits and Ed's playing as well as, you know, we've, 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 we're in our mid-30s now, so we've just slowed down. Um, you know, we can't we can't play as fast as we did when we were twenty. Yeah, right. We, we, we lack the urgency. <laughs> <laughs> well, makes, so yeah, that, that's that's how it's that happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, there is some truth in that. That's true. I think uh, you know when you're when you're you know, look at the bands that started when they were young, like you know, like a Buzzcocks or Pistols or something like that. You know, all fast, loud. Exactly. <laughs> and, then, and then it moves yeah. moves on from there. Um, you know, yeah. I, I guess we've covered what I wanted to. Uh, is there anything you'd want to get into, Russ, that we haven't okay. touched on? Is, is, yeah. Is there is there anything we haven't touched? No, on? No, no, I think. It's- we think you're good? No, I think we're all good, yeah. It's okay. nice talking to you. All right. Yeah, and um, I, I can hear the, the stage is pretty much ready for a sound check. All right. Well, you, you, you go do what you need to do. I'll see you in yeah, Boston. I'll, I'll, I'll be uh, at the show. I'll come back and say hi afterward if I can. Oh, great. All right. Yeah, great. Take yeah, care, yeah, Rob. All right. Cheers. It's been a long time. Thank you, man. Take care, man. Cheers. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye-bye.